Well, we're alive. My internet dies. I'm on the Wi-Fi. I'm in the guest bedroom, but we're doing it. Nothing stops us. Nothing stops us. That's right, because today we're going to dive deep, deep, well, deep. <laughs> we're going to talk about why it's so important to talk about salary. What's important for both them and both you. Have that difficult conversation. Preferably make sure your internet works first. All right. Four, three, two, two one. one. Hello, everyone. Hello. It's like the old <laughs> days. Oh, you've got McDonald Company up there. I should just probably put up... I should change all this live, isn't it? So I've got... I've, okay, here we go. How how are you, Will? Yes, I am. I'm very good. I'm very good. How are you? Living the dream, apart from my internet going down. But the show goes on, and this is the point where I think that salaries, let's talk about it. The idea of asking for more money in a conversation with your boss, to most people, is a nightmare. Let me just move this down a little bit well so you can see me a little bit. There you go. So it's a dreaded conversation. Most people put it off. Most people are unsure to go about it. Uh, when we were working together, you never asked me for a salary raise. But uh, if you did, you might have got one. You might have got one. Uh, missed might... opportunity. Don't worry. It's never a missed opportunity. We can always work it out. So today, how do we negotiate salary? So without further ado, so let's, let's do a little bit of an intro. So, well... Who are you? How are you going to help us get answer this question of how do we negotiate salaries? Well, I'm Will and I work at McDonald and Company as a recruitment consultant and I am speaking to, you know, lots of people on a daily basis about salaries, you know, whether you're negotiating for the first time because you're joining a company or, or giving your people advice to say, negotiate your salary first and try and get a raise there before you decide to look elsewhere. So I'm very familiar with salaries and hopefully I can be uh, very helpful to anyone who is a little bit disappointed with their pay package at the moment. Oh, wow. Okay. You set the bar high. I love it. That's amazing. So me and Will, we used to work together. So I have joined the architectural practice, Acra and Larry, and as well as that, I work on the architecture social community. So uh, over the years, I've done seven years recruitment and I've worked in the industry as well. And you're right, Will, there's been a few times where I've asked for a salary increase as well. I've done it the right way. I've done it the wrong way. But more importantly, together, we've seen a lot of people do it the right way and we've learned from salaries being rejected. So you don't want to be rejected. And the first thing, when I joked about with Will, maybe if you asked me, there it was a part joke in there, but there's a part truth. So first of all, the number one rule on how to negotiate salary is you do actually have to have that conversation, okay? There's so many times that I've been approached when I was in recruitment by people who were looking for a salary increase and they didn't or want in a new job a salary increase. But first of all, they haven't asked the current employer for a salary increase. So that probably is a fantastic way to start. Now, most people, when they think of this idea of asking for a salary increase, they get embarrassed. Why? Okay. 
it maybe it sounds greedy. We're all British people, and I think that intrinsic into our nature is this um, we have this culture of it's almost inappropriate. This is the idea that it's inappropriate to ask for a salary increase. It's the British way. You know, you don't discuss salaries at a dinner table. You don't do it because people get embarrassed. And I think the same kind of feeling comes about when you go, oh, I can't ask my current employer for a salary increase because that would be rude. That would be inappropriate. That would be an embarrassing or awkward conversation when it need not be. Well, do you think, do you agree that most people get worried about this? Yeah, absolutely. I think people, like you say, feel a little bit uh, greedy. I mean, salary, as you said, is also quite a sort of t a taboo topic for some reason in Britain. You know, no one wants to talk about it. No one wants to talk about it with the employer. But at the same time, <laughs> It's something that you should feel comfortable with doing so, um, and make and you know having these conversations about salaries, whether it's with your employer or with friends, helps you know where you should be at at the moment in terms of salary. Yeah. If you're being underpaid or overpaid, uh, and then being comfortable to talk to your employer about how to resolve that, um, it's very important for your own you know development and I guess overall well-being because it's not life isn't cheap it's important to make sure that um you know you're being paid for the work that you do appropriately so yeah i 100 percent agree yeah i i think you hit the nail on the head so first of all we've established that you need to have this conversation and we need to get around the mindset that is actually embarrassing or awkward because actually salaries is part of being a professional and so that's the first takeaway that i want everyone who's listening here and by the way this is an interactive point so if you've got a question for me on linkedin or wherever you are on youtube you can ping it down and me and will will answer it live pending that my internet doesn't go we will talk about it live and you can also send us a message on twitch which i believe is kind of anonymous but i will only read that question out if it's appropriate if you start sending me pictures or i get weird stuff we will not go through it okay so let's go back to this concept of being professional so we need number one thing is to remove this idea embedded in our culture that talking about salaries is awkward we need to think of it instead of actually asking about salaries is part of being a professional and so and also we you've in life with more responsibility the further along you go in your career your salary should in theory align with that so let's talk about this together so this is architecture theory so I haven't got my soundboard, but, you know, if there was a jingle, it would go like, ooh, architecture theory, <laughs> architecture salary theory. Ooh, okay, ooh. Okay, so what am I on about? Steve, what is this concept you're on about? Right, well, I'll get, get down to the nitty-gritty, okay? So think about it this way. You start your career, you should be on a part one salary. If you're an architect, and we'll use architect, you start as a part one, okay? For average sake, there's probably, like, in London around 20,000 pounds, okay? That's where you start. You then go to university, you do another two years where you're getting less, you're drinking less, you're, you're switched on, you're kind of doing this stuff and you go back into the industry as a part two, you enter then the salary of 30,000 pounds. So you've gone up 10, year, you know, 10,000 pounds because there's an increase. You get qualified as a recent architect, you've learned more stuff. 
You've done your ARP. You've got gray hairs. It's a night. It's been a nightmare, but you've done it, and you should be proud. Okay. Point is, though, from the point when you're a part one to as you're an architect, and especially going forward, you're running projects, right? You've got more and more responsibility, and this is the key thing that I want you to think about: is salary shouldn't be awkward. It's part of being a professional. And what is being a professional? It's gaining more experience, taking more responsibility, and therefore being remunerated in line with the responsibility and the experience you got. Oh my gosh, so easy. We can end the podcast right now. Well, there you go. Brilliant. Gain more experience, (laughs) take more, yeah, take more responsibility, and you should be, um, you should be able to have, in theory, should be on a higher salary. That's the way the world works. Okay, that's in theory what it is, but people, by nature, we're all complicated, okay? So what you've got to do is you've always got to think of these three, these three aspects. You've got the experience, you've got your responsibility and your worth, and you've got the salary. Now, what always tends to happen is over time, hopefully, your experience and responsibility, sorry, because this is mirrored, should be going up. Okay, and it's your role and duty to communicate with your employer that you've gained more experience, you have more responsibility, and now your salary needs to reflect that. Okay, so you need to constantly reaffirm that. And and what you do need to do is that to get a higher salary, now think of it from a business point of view. If Will comes up to me and he says, I don't want any more experience, I don't want any more responsibility, and pay me a higher salary, I'm gonna be like, that's not that incentivizing for me, Will. So the way that Will should do it is either get your own initiative and crack on with the work and gain more responsibility and gain more experience, and then go, Steve, I've done X, Y, Z. I've done more. I've gone above and beyond. And I go, you have, Will, you're amazing. And this is flashbacks, Will, because you were amazing. Da, da, da. <laughs> and I go, right, okay, we need to reflect that in your enumeration. The other thing as well is that you can flip that around. So another technique that I think is really important when you're talking about salary is that if you want to take a more expons- responsibility um, and, and gain more experience, then ratchet that in a conversation with salary. You go, I've just got my part free. I really appreciate, you know, the salary that I'm on now, but I am ambitious. I'm going to be ambitious here at uh, Will Ridgeway Architects. I want to take it to the next level. We have a project coming in. I want to do, I want to lead that project. I want to be the job runner for it, okay? And in line with that, I'm looking for a job runner salary. Oh, but maybe you haven't got that right yet. You go, well, okay. So... I'm happy to do this for six months. I'm happy to build up. I'm happy to take on more responsibility. And for the next three months, I'm going to do that. But in three months' time, I would like a pay review alongside with my experience. Well, if I run this residential project for the next three months, well, can we talk in three months about how good I'm doing on it and the salary in line with that job running experience? Absolutely. Great, great. Okay, so I've turned a really awkward scenario into a scenario that suddenly I'm leveraging it with Will. And so that's what you want to do with your employer. What you want to do is say to them, you give me this, you get that. It's much more, that's more professional, you know? 
Now, if you're taking more responsibility and if you're adding value to the business, hopefully you should be bringing in some kind of profit or revenue. There's an upside to you being there. Their jobs are not there if they're losing money, right? So if you're adding value and if you're going above and beyond or if you're taking more responsibility, your salary will creep up in line with that. And if it's not, you need to make your employer aware that suddenly you're doing more responsibility and you're not financially remunerated in line with those responsibilities. And guess what? Worst case, you don't then get the salary. You've now got the experience and responsibility of that role, which means that you can go totally out to the rest of the uh, market with that experience and command the salary that you were looking for. Easy, except that's theory. And in person, yeah. it's always more difficult. But you've got to start getting your head around that mentality because that's going to make it easier. So that's the general way to go about it. Will, what's your thoughts on that? And then I'm going to read out a question. You covered everything, you know. Um, I think, um, yeah, I completely agree with everything that you said there. I think the timing is incredibly important of when you ask for that raise. Uh, mm. And the timing is influenced by, I guess, what you were talking about, Steve, about your current responsibilities, how they have changed maybe since when you started at the company, or maybe, for example, yeah. you know, your last, or whenever your last salary raise was. So maybe you got a salary raise when you got your ARB. But you notice like a year or two on that your responsibilities are slightly different now. They're more advanced than what they were before, yet your salary is the same. That's a prime opportunity and also a prime reason of asking uh, or wanting to have a higher salary because essentially you're doing more you're doing more work, doing more responsibilities, you're adding more value to the company, yet you're not being paid uh, any extra for it. So it's certainly worth your time to go in there and and ask for it because it's very unlikely that the employer will automatically just come around and say, Will or Steve, you've been doing very well. Uh, we've seen this improvement. We're going to give you a raise. It's not always like that. You generally have to ask these things. And that's why we talked about at the beginning about removing that stigma, just going in. And I think what's important as well is that asking for a raise is not actually that big of a deal for your employer. Mm. Your employer, you know, is going to be very naive if he, think, if he or she thinks that, you know, everyone's working here for fun. It's not all about the money reality is we will have bills to pay so it's important that you go in there with confidence because the employer is probably going to expect that you're going to ask for a raise if you're organizing a meeting with them it's going to be yeah. one of three things probably you're either handing your notice in you're asking for a raise or you're complaining about something and so they're going to be expecting it anyway and it's going to be less you know, if they if they give you a raise, it's not going to matter to them that much, and it's but it's going to make a big difference to you. So go in there with confidence. Don't feel ashamed. Go in there and ask what you think you're worth. Mm, good perspective, and I like that as well. And what's important to talk about as well, because actually, if you leave a company, there's a massive cost bearing to that as well that not a lot of employers um, see at the time. So let's run through this. So we'll think about it in terms of recruitment. So we're recruitment and well, we're quite forthcoming about recruitment. So there's a, there's a charge to finding someone new. And as well as that, now I work at Accroy Lowry on internal recruitment. So if someone leaves 
because of a conversation, because they've not had a conversation about salary, felt unhappy with it and left, and this was not brought up, then that's that's a real shame from me as an employer's perspective, because then we lose someone, we could have had that conversation, we could have set the bars, we could have set targets, we could have set all that stuff and in line with the salary or reflected it based on the current thing. But when someone's left, it's almost a bit too late. And then suddenly my time and energy has to go now on finding someone different, which has a massive cost to the business because interviewing people takes time and money and 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 hire using recruitment consultants costs um, because they are incurring their time as and energy into finding someone so the whole process of looking for someone is an expensive part of the business so and what what a business wants to do is that they want to keep a hold of people that they find really valuable. Now, who is going to be really valuable to the business? So in my opinion, it's going to be someone that wants to constantly gain more experience and get take and take responsibility. That's amazing. Those are the people that you want. And therefore, they're the ones that you're probably going to remunerate, right? And you should remunerate from a business perspective. Now, what can happen is that we're all human beings. And so sometimes, as from a business standpoint, there could be the scenario that a business does not want to have that conversation with you about salaries because they don't want to, um, or they can't afford it, or they don't want to do it. And okay, that's not ideal. But when you ask for your salary, you can start to ascertain whether that's the case. If you never asked before, you don't know if a business is just being too busy and they've kind of forgotten, um, because it does happen sometimes where, uh, let's say a practice has got so many projects on, um, they're just dealing with getting these projects out the door and suddenly you've been like going above and beyond and you, the pay hasn't gone up. And, and it's so easy for that to get forgotten. But you that's why it's almost your duty. And this is why when I wrote this, the, today's topic or why it's important for both parties for you to bring the salary up is because chances are if you're, you know, kicking ass and taking more responsibility and experience, they don't want to lose you. And therefore, it, it, by talking about a salary you're happy with, what you're talking about is your long-term career prospects with the company. Therefore, it's so important to talk about the salary you're happy with. And you shouldn't be awkward about it because what is a lot worse from an employer's perspective is, is if they don't know that you're not happy, then suddenly you're leaving and they would have paid you the salary anyways. And I'm sure we've seen a lot of times where salaries get increased just when you're about to leave and it's too late because you're going out the door. So I think that it's very important for you to bring up your, what you're looking for in the salary with your current employer and give them the opportunity for to raise the salary. But you have to, in return for a higher salary, you have to take more responsibility or accountability. So, um, and, and architecture and recruitment is no different as in, so that when I was an associate director in a recruitment company, well, you might be familiar with that or any other jobs I've had. Basically, if you're a part two, you're gonna be doing hours and which are billable, okay? And if you perform in that and you're keeping the project cost down, then you're immensely valuable. And, and therefore, you know, you can be remunerated in the right way or that there could be something there. So when I was an associate, 
Uh, now think about it this way. If I'm asking for more money and I just want to do the same thing, that's not really incentivizing. So I was kind of aware that when you ask for a higher salary, you're asking, you, you have to back it up by taking more responsibility and accountability. It's, it's very difficult. And I mean, I know there's inflation in the world, but think about it in terms of yourself, your career. You always want to be going forward. And so you don't want to really be talking about in a job about, um, getting paid five to 10 grand more for doing exactly the same thing. The real world doesn't work like that. So you have to think pragmatic about your current situation. And so my advice is for anyone out there is to think about what salary you should be, um, you should be going for and look about your current salary. And so you can, there's salary guides out there and some are more accurate and some are kind of like this. And you know, there's certain companies which will um, quantify the salary data. So actually McDonald company, you do will um, salary survey probably more in the real estate development area than architecture. But the concept is, is that it's a salary survey. And so that's good. But when you're talking about salaries with your current employer, well, you probably want to get one or two salary you know, um, benchmarks on the market. But rather than just saying like, oh, I've looked at this salary, I should be paid four grand more, pay me four grand more. You've got to, it's got, you've got to really talk about it in, in terms of like, okay, I've looked at it, this is the benchmark for that, but I'm not going to just talk about that. I want to take more experience, more responsibility, and I want to then talk about this salary, if not more, for this responsibility. Well, what would you say? So let's, do you want to role play? So I'm Steve yeah. Drew Architects. Um, you found out, so you're an architect, okay? You yep. found out that you're on 32, and so that's why I paid you, and at the time you both felt that was cool, but yep. now you, the last year you've been doing more stuff, and you're going online and you're getting one or two recruiters talking to you about bigger salaries and all this stuff. Um, we've just finished the project, so I'm busy in the office, yep. so, okay, uh, we can flip this around. We'll do it both ways as well, right? So yeah. I'm role-playing. So now I'm Stephen Drew, Architects. Yeah, not, not. Um, Come in. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> I, I, Steve. I wanted to talk to you uh, about my salary. Um, I'm currently on 32. And since, you know, my last salary raise at 32, I was doing this particular job. But now I am... You know, I'm taking on more responsibility. I'm leading certain packages of this large residential scheme. Uh, and I think I'm doing quite well as well. I'm hitting all my targets, it's getting all the work done. It's looking very good. And I feel like I should be aiming for a salary, you know, a lot higher than that, particularly as well when I'm speaking to some friends as well who are in the industry who are at the same level as me and they're earning around sort of 36 level. Uh, and same as well, speaking to recruiters. Um, it'd be something that I'd be quite keen to, push push on forwards from there what's your thoughts on that well fair enough but look it's a tight ship here well you know and uh, so you 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 know you've done this project there and look you, you did really well on that so i really look i don't want you to go anywhere and you did well on that now but look there's certain brackets and you know it, it's all about where you are at the moment and what you want to do so what are you saying to me you want um what what are we talking about here are you going do you just 
Uh, well, how much salary increase do you want? And where did you get this information from? And like, what, what's going on? You just well, barged in here. I was in the middle of something. We're going to talk about your salary. I pre I I appreciate I appreciate that. Look, I was I was having a look at the first of all the Reba guidelines uh, first of all, and then after having right. speaking with a couple of mates uh, who are working at you know various other practices in the UK as well. Um, I um, that's where I've got my information from, okay. and I appreciate obviously it's quite a jump in salary. So what I'm willing to put in as well is to continue what I'm doing, but with the aim to not just lead packages, but lead uh, you know larger parts of the project, if not all projects. Because I'd love to have a project where I can lead from start to finish. You know, not just working on one particular stage. That's where I want to be. That's for me mm. my next goal, and so that's what I'm hoping to look for as well. Uh, and if that's something you can give me, then that would be amazing. Okay, good. So I like that. So that was that's. I mean, I'm out of character right now for a second. I really like that because I think you went in, but you you did the trade off. You know, you said where your fat sources come from, which was good because it, it got less airy fairy. Um, and we all start off airy fairy, yeah, but no. you ground it. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought you did a really good at grounding it, and then you said a trade off. So I'm going to go into character. I'll go. All right, well, look, I don't want to lose you. I love what you did before, so I'm more than happy to do that. What I would say, Will, is you don't have quite everything of, like, and I would see you as an associate. I want you to build you up as an associate here. They don't quite have all of that right now, but I do think it's within you. So how about starting off today, we increase your salary from 32 to 35, and then what we'll do is we'll get you doing more job running on the schemes, and then in six months' time, we'll sit down and we will review it together how you're getting on and based upon how you're building up we'll, we'll talk about where you are in the salary thing with a view to get you up to 40 but well to get that though i need um to 40 i'm building the client so you really need to be you know doing xyz and and you know we need to set that up so i think like if we do it this way will then you're building up to it and we can we can assess how we get on how's that sound yeah that'd be perfect because i'm quite i'm quite excited as well the prospect of um, doing all this Amazing. Went well. Well done, Well. And we did that live for everyone yeah. on LinkedIn. That's it's really hard to do these role-playing things. So, Will, I'm gonna we're gonna do it, we're gonna throw it the other way around. We've got a bit of fun with this, okay? okay? So you are in person, like the loveliest man ever. But what I want you to do now is be the scenario of really busy, slightly irritated hard to get hold of and you really don't want to speak to me right now and i'm gonna i'm gonna try and wedge my way into a conversation um so be difficult um give me little windows but make me work for it like yeah. in real life so and i'll try to push it in so okay don't say like in the scenario steve i can't speak to you right now i'm going to the taxi bye <laughs> that's that, okay you need bye. to give me a bit but make it difficult and okay i'm gonna role play all right let's go okay so first of all um hey will um i know you're busy right now it's an important conversation though can we have five minutes to talk uh, I've got to run into a meeting in 15 minutes time. Don't have time right now. Um, 15 yeah, minutes I'll... is fine. It'll take five minutes. So we can do five minutes. You go in 15 minutes. I'll help you prepare here for the meeting in 15 minutes after the five minutes. Sounds good. Um, well, I, I you know, it's I'm important. Really... Well, I can promise. Can no I promise. After? Can no, way no, after? no, it's important. Okay. Go on then. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Here you go. I was a bit pushy. 
Ooh. <laughs> Don't know where, all right, okay. Right, well, um, I love working with Richway Associates. I don't want to start shopping around. I don't want to do that. I'm loyal to you. I care. I really care about what I do. Okay. When I started this role, uh, I got paid 32. There's people being paid higher. I, I've got them all here, right? Let's not go into that. Keep it really straightforward. I want to keep working at Way Associates. You're, you're busy now going to this meeting. Let me help you on more projects. Let me take more responsibility on, okay? I want to become an associate. I know I've got to prove that to you. I know you're busy. Let me take some of the work off. So we've got this project coming up right now. Let me job run it. I'll do everything. I'm happy to work a little bit extra, but in return to that, I would like to start straight away, 36,000, and I'm not gonna leave anywhere else, and I think that's farewell. So can we bump up the salary from 32, 36? Well, I, sp I suppose, what, what, what have you done so far to, you know, you know, obviously this is what you want at the moment. What have you done so far to, um, you know, show that you can handle this type of project that we've got coming through? Sure. So, well, when I started on 32,000, that was a year and a half ago. Since then, we've done two projects, you know, Reba stages two to six. Before that, I was only doing stage two to three. I love the construction stages. I think now I can be a job runner. Okay, so we've done the two residential before. I know I was working alongside Gary. Gary was impressed with what I was doing on our own. So now let's do, let me carry the next project forward. Okay, so a job runner in, in London, it's probably like 40,000 pounds. This is what the stats are, Well, but appreciate I need to be given the chance. So how about we start off with 36, based upon the experience I've got before, our coordinate, I'll do the next project that's coming in the pipeline. I'll take it on. The two part twos, I'll job run it. We'll assess how I'm doing. If you don't think I'm doing good, we can even, we can even go back. But I believe I can. I know I can. Well, you got your meeting. I know we've got to prepare. But how about we agree? We, we in principle, we move it to 36. Okay, well, I'll have to have a chat with um, my partner, um, but um, we'll see what we can. We we'll see what we can do with that. We certainly want, you know, we don't want to lose you. You're a hard worker, um, and you know, we'll, we'll see what we can do. And you know, if, if you feel you're ready to take on responsibility, I mean, you have done a good job. That's right. Um, we'll we'll see what we can do to get you that experience and get you that bump, uh, and then happy to have those reviews over the course of the year but let me have a chat with my partner and we'll we'll have a uh, we'll get a confirmation of that and we'll send you through you know brilliant i know you got to chat with your partner that's fine i really appreciate that i'll follow up with the email right now i'll speak with the secretary and we'll get a date in the diary where will and jack you can sit down we'll go through it together i'll get that i'll coordinate it we'll put something in the diary sound good perfect thank you very much amazing all right well i'm gonna help you get ready Okay, so I pushed, I pushed a little bit. I pushed a little bit. But you see what I was trying to do at the end? I was also trying to get then. I was trying to make it easy for you. But secretly, I wanted to put a, diary, a, a date in the diary yeah. to get that going. And so it's quite, look, that was totally on the spot unscripted because I had internet problems before as well. But I think there's a niceness to the exercise. Now, you have to remember, Will's style is going to be a little bit different than mine. My style is going to be different than Will because we're different people. But, but what I really loved about what Will did is he came in a bit softer than me because he is a bit softer in nature. Um, but you came in with facts and you talked about salaries. We grounded it and we staged it up. Now, mine was in a different scenario. And bear in mind, nothing is ever perfect. 
Okay. But I, I was in the moment. I had to go for it. I set the scene. Well, uh, what did you think about the way I went about it? Yeah, I like I liked it because I think both 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 our ways are quite contrasting, yet they were both effective. I mean, with me, I was I was really trying to put up a fight with you. I was trying to think, how do I say no to this without being like just like not a nice well, I person? Tried to co- I tried to corner you by yeah. giving you the answers, and therefore it's not. There's a trying to get a balance between you because you don't want to be aggressive. And I, what I was trying to do is I was trying to okay in the in the analogy it was being a little bit pushy, but what I was trying to do is back it up with gusto and motive and like because you were busy i wanted to jump in and solve problems and therefore i so in my head i was trying to be like will ridgeway i know you're busy but there's problems here and i want to solve them and one of the problems to solve is my salary and i want to keep happy so how about i solve all these problems i get all these projects you get an amazing kick-ass you know project architect out at me and we get a salary that I'm happy with, and we can review it together. Sounds good. Perfect. Yeah, you perfect. know, it was perfect because it was, um, you know, you, you basically, like you said, you solved every single one of the questions that I could have come up with as an excuse to like delay it or put it another time because you were just immediately like, there now, we'll do this. I'll get the paperwork done, blah, 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 and everything. Yeah. Like, there was literally no way I could probably say no, unless, of course, you didn't have the experience to back it up in like in the real world for example uh that would be the only way that probably wouldn't work and i think um you've got to work how it works for you because not everyone has the same confidence as you do um yeah. you know everyone has a different way to approach it but as long as you've got you know there's facts in there uh and you have an enthusiasm to grow and want to take on responsibility it's going to make it very difficult for your employer to say no you can't have that raise and if if they do say no, you can't have that raise, then you'll probably be able to find another job elsewhere that will give you all of that. Um, and that's when you can speak with me. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. There you go. Whoa. Way. Way. Uh, oh, my gosh. You made me laugh so much there. Amazing. <laughs> what I was trying to do with the analogy, though, and I can do one of them, speak to me. And one of the things I like to do, and one of the things that my coaching will, and check the link out below, but me and you do very different things at the moment because I don't do recruitment as well. Mm. But one of the things that I try to back up when I speak to people, and the whole point about this is that in the world, zero value gets zero back. There's a trade-off, okay? Higher salary, they need a higher return, okay? Higher output or profit, more profitability, okay? So if you're running projects and you're part of the fabric and you offer a value, that's how you get the salary you earn. And you have to be very critical with your current situation and you have to think about it from the employer's perspective. And it's a great exercise to do. Think about it from their point of view. Why should they pay you 4,000 pound more? And be critical. Because the more critical you are, you know it's coming. So if I was a part two and I had done nothing more in the two years that I was there, don't laugh well, because I'm not saying it's based quite on the truth, but they're saying now in the whole year, I didn't learn more skills or I didn't try it in my part three. It's going to be really difficult for me to ask. So in a role play scenario, I go, well, I'm looking for a salary raise. And he goes, okay, right. Where do you get this from? And I go, well, online, I'm hearing that people on the highest salary. Um, it's only fair I'm on 35. 
and I'm currently in 30. And well, if you said, why uh, would you do that? And I just go, well, that's the current rate and I've been here for a year and the, you know, that's what's fair. And that's just, in my professional opinion, everyone listening here, it's not a stronger argument, is it? Because it's not incentivizing to the company. It's not music to my year as an employer. I want to hear the above and beyond thing, you know? Mm -hmm. There's that thing I liked in recruitment where I, when I used to talk about salaries, and I did get a salary increase twice in recruitment, where I'm just like, well, of course I'm going to the same energy of me negotiating salary and going out there, that's how I'm going to be out. And, you know, I strive myself in being the best professional. And part of being a professional is having these tricky conversations, you know? So when I'm on site and I'm dealing with clients and contractors and all this stuff, I represent you. I represent Will Ridgeway's um, architecture. And now I'm representing me. And I want to work with you a long time. And therefore, if we talk about the salary, we talk about the extra responsibility, the direction of my career, and what I want to do to add value to Will Ray Tree Associates, then there you go. This is what I want to do. This is the conversation. This is why I'm talking about salary increase. I want to do more. And I have done more already. I want to continue doing more. I don't want to go anywhere else. I bring in this conversation with you first. I'm not shopping around. Well, and if you are, you shouldn't say it, but they, you know, say I'm not shopping around. I care about Will Ridgeway Associates. I wouldn't mind Ridgeway Drew one day. And I know I've got to earn that. And they could laugh, go, oh my God. You go, well, that's my ambition. But you get it. That's a, this is a much more interesting conversation then. Yeah, Reba punched punch, published the salary. And, you know, I um, I want more. Now, if you're grossly underpaid, then the, the scenario that I would do in, in this is to say, like, look, I started at 15K. I know I didn't have experience. And so I've seen this sometimes. So I'm like, I'm going to be really upfront. Whereas, you know, in the past, I've seen maybe some people haven't got experience in the UK and they come at a lower salary and get UK experience. But the moment you have that experience, you can you can totally ratchet up your salary compared to everywhere else. And unfortunately, recruit uh, architecture can be, I think it's a lot better right now. There's a lot of stuff like the future architects front. And there's a lot of like, there's a, there's a great, and you laugh, Well, there's a great Instagram um, account online called Archishame. You know, the unpaid internship is not, um, mm. is condoned. And I think that's really good. And Reba are looking at paying overtime. Oh, one shout out to uh, Acre Lowry. Uh, we pay overtime. Well, <laughs> yes. So, you know, there's a lot, it's a lot of good things happening. And I think that this is this is a really good conversation. But what I'm on about, right? If you were in a in in a situation where, for instance, you you didn't have much experience in the industry and you took a salary lower than before, then once you get that experience, then you can say, Well, now I have the experience and now I want to continue doing more. Therefore, my salary needs to be brought in line with my existing experience and what I want to do. And so say now you're worth 30 and you did 15 for whatever reason because you just needed the job or you were in an awkward situation or you didn't have experience in the UK. Now you do have experience in the UK. And you could be like, well, this is the salary. And so it's absolutely fine to have that conversation. And you, you don't make it confrontational. You just say like, 
look, I'm really grateful for the experience you got. It was really helpful in my career. You've enabled me to get to this point. Um, I'm just being transparent that now that my experience has, has, has kind of developed since then, and I still wanted to do more, that we actually do need to bring it in line with all these salaries because it's actually hard for me to ignore £10,000 elsewhere. And London is competitive and it is hard to survive on minimum wage. And I love working for World Rich Way Associates. Now we need to bring it up in line with my experience. Um, so, so can we talk about the average of thirty thousand pounds, Will? And then you're asking, and this is the this is the hard bit is that when you're in these uh, interview, uh, sorry, when you're talking in these meetings, it's so hard not to fill the. Uh, room with words, fill the air with words, and you have to, you have to like let the employer, and you have to answer a question, and it's going to be really scary. You say, "Look, I'm looking for thirty thousand pounds. How does that work for you?" And stop talking, and let them answer, which is really scary. It's really difficult. It. It's really difficult. Yeah. It's not something that comes easy. Like even if you like pump yourself up, you're like ready. I'm going to do this, and then you're in the moment. You just like go yeah. all over the place. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's about um, whenever you start panicking, you have to remind yourself that we have to go back to the start of this show because I think we're kind of in the roundup area now. Mm-hmm. What when we started talking about it, Will? It's uh, salaries. It feels like an awkward conversation. It shouldn't be awkward. It's part of being a professional. You need to remind yourself you're being a professional. Why is it important that you have this conversation for you and the employer so that you can have this and you can solve these problems before you leave in, okay? It's about having the conversation. I'm sure a company, you know, if you're adding value, they won't want to lose you. So you have to start having these conversations and try to have them on the spot book a time and be really clear about it, okay? Be really clear about why you're looking for the salary, what you've done, and where you want to go. And so I always kind of weave who, what, where, when, and why into everything well, but you need to make a case. And the case needs to be about your personal growth and development uh, because uh, often in life, it's like, imagine me, I'm selling you something well, I go, this is five pounds. You go, okay, cool. Now I go, no, now it's eight pounds. You go, why the heck is it just gone up three pounds? I go, you go, it's the same thing. You go, I don't know, I decided. You're going to go, I'm not buying it. Maybe for five pounds. Well, in life as a business, you need to show to that business your value. And your value, as the more and more you're in the office, the more and more you're learning, you're picking stuff up all the time. The more and more responsibility you do. Responsibility is the easiest way to uh, to negotiate a salary because you take a more responsibility. It's factually accurate. It's not emotional. It's not pie in the sky. It's not indicative. It's factual. You have more responsibility. And experience is great. It accumulates. But, um, you know, sitting in the office for 10 years doing the same role, yeah, you're getting more experience, but when you've got more experience with responsibility, that's key. You know, an associate is an associate because they probably run projects, led teams, they've done stuff. Job running, it's amazing. You see stuff all the way through. That has a value. You have to offer a value. Being a team leader is scary. You know, when I did it, I wasn't didn't go on some grand course and how to do it you kind of do it and you learn but after it now i'm more confident running a team that's value 
I've done the responsibility and I can do it again. Therefore, a team leader or that asset should be reflected in my salaries, especially if I'm team leading. But see, I've made myself eligible for these responsibilities and therefore my salary should reflect that. No one can ever take away experience and responsibility. And if you lose your job and you lose your salary, then you go somewhere else with your experience and all your responsibility and you get a salary in line. Will, what's your thoughts? I completely agree. As you said, it's about, for me anyway, it's all about the factual. You can't just say, I've been here for X period of our time. It might work, probably won't. You've got to say, well, if you've been there for that length of time, what have you learned? What have you been doing different now? Why, you know, why should you be given that raise? Because it's important to remember that you are working for a company that's going to be looking to turn over profit all the time. So it's important for them to make sure that they can do that. And so you've got to be able to add value in some sort of way when asking for a raise, or maybe you're already adding value. And so you feel you should be compensated. So it's always very important. Don't really want to ask for a raise when you're doing rubbish. Don't bother. Just focus on what you're doing. Try and work yeah. out how you can do better. And, um, and and then ask it when you are feeling confident, you're at the top of your game. That's the best time to ask for a raise. And that's when you're going to be most successful. And at the end of the day, if they do say no, say, well, can we follow this up in three, six months? What can I do between now and then to mm. change that and get some sort of, um, you know, get something planned, booked in so that you have a clear pathway of what you need to do to get to where you want to be. Uh, and it's great, you know, not just for Sally, but for your own career progression in general. Because the faster you go up the ladder, uh, the more responsibilities you have, the more it's going to be interesting. And, and, and that's also going to reflect, hopefully, your salary as well and stature within that company amazing well said well said um so we've got one fight i was gonna say so anyone in the audience that wants to ask us a question before we round up then um then do it so fatima says yeah what if you were just asking for the minimum salary well my advice is that it's the minimum salary you know it should be in there's i think what's it called the 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 london living wage you know you should look at that as well and what i would say fatima is that you have a right to live you know london is expensive and you should remind the employer that this is the minimum cost it requires to live so don't be ashamed about the number you're asking for um, again, it goes back to that thing that we said at the start with, isn't it? Of money feels like an awkward subject, but you need to ask for a salary that is um, appropriate. And I would say, Fatima, that actually have a look at some of the salary guides online because you'll find that, you know, in, in architecture, maybe starting out is going to be close to minimum wage uh, for the hours you work, but actually it builds up from there and you should be on up higher than minimum wage. Is that fair to say, Will? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think it's just all, it's all about just, you know, going there and asking for it in the first place. It's not going to come to you. You've got to go out and get it. Amazing. Um, brilliant. So anyone wants to ask a quick question, then go for it. This is the last thing in a minute. We're going to stop answering questions. I want to let everyone know where they can find me and Will. So Will focuses on architectural recruitment. I've worked with Will. I think it's great what he does in particular. So if you're looking for a role, specifically message Will Ridgeway 
at McDonald and Company. He is on LinkedIn. Just type Will Ridgeway in. Don't put the E in. It won't pop Don't up. Put Ridge, the e in. <laughs> Ridgeway without the E. It's not a typo. That's his name. He can help you out on recruitment. You can go to the website, but actually, do you know what? Just check out Will on LinkedIn. He will pick up a conversation for you there oh we have a question and then i'll say where to find me as well and you're on the architecture social well i am as well so you're everywhere great advice guys which strategy would you recommend setting up a meeting in the calendar and state that you discuss salary or go straight into the office don't give time to make counter argument good question so i like to um go straight in um and you know you can put in the calendar as well i think staff are trying to go straight in um, you know, it can be difficult, but also make sure that uh, you you do bring up your salary at your uh, yearly review. I remember years ago, a company that I know used to say, do not talk about salaries in your yearly review. I used to ignore it all the time. I used to talk about it and I got the conversation. So always talk about them in your reviews, which you're going to have. So first of all, make sure that you do get the reviews match. And then I would say that you would talk to your current employer and if you want to be ultra, you just do not say straight away. You just say you're going to have a conversation. And in the conversation, you talk about salary. That's my preferred way because then they don't know that you're going to talk about salary. And you have a frank conversation in the moment. And if you try once or twice and you can't get that, then I would say, um, can we have a chat to talk about my career, responsibilities, and remuneration? So you can't, don't just say salary take the essence of what I was saying and try to put two or three things in there. So incentivize and have a conversation because if, if Will says, I just want to talk about my salary, I'm thinking, oh, all right, okay, which way is this going to go? But if he says, all right, I want to talk about my career progression and salary, that's much more interesting because I go, okay, positive. So that would be my advice if you're going to have to get that in writing. Uh, Will, uh, what do you think? Do you agree with that or will, do you offer Madge anything different? I think um, either or. I think the preference is to see if you can do it there and then. Um, mm. But of course, if they're not free, they put up an argument and they genuinely are not free, they're going to go into a meeting. You just like, right, put it in the diary. Um, but, you know, they're only going to be able to come up with a counter argument if your reasoning isn't very thorough. You know, is it the, the, it's really hard to argue that you're, if your responsibilities have changed since the last time you got a salary increase, that's a really difficult argument to, you know, to counter. And if they do counter it, it'll probably be something like, we just can't afford it. And then in that case, it's probably unlikely you'll ever get it and you'll have to look elsewhere anyway. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think it's, I think either, either or, but if you can do it there and then, amazing. Um, but yeah, we'll make sure you have your facts to back it up. Yeah, and the first person to speak to is go to your line manager. And like, if you... If your line manager then says, I'm not responsible for this kind of thing, then take it up with the director. Yep. Just bash it out. And you should be able to approach your line manager. That's the beauty of speaking to your line manager. They haven't got much to hide at some point because at some point, Will was, you know, where was my line manager? He asked, how am I getting on with this thing? I go, yeah, yeah, it's going really well. This is good. Okay, so now, are you free now for that conversation? So, ha-ha, I got you. And, you just, and uh, what I would say in life, it's always better to do emails is... People can structure emails. People can do that. You always want to catch people in the moment. So part of what um, I always learned from taking a job in recruitment is that you have conversations with people on the phone because it's in the moment or you try to get a meeting. And the last thing you do is try to get an email because emails can be deleted. They can be forgotten. They can be misinterpreted. Can They can sound aggressive. 
You know, have you ever had that? You see when people go, oh my gosh, have you read this? And then actually it's the tone this has been taken in the wrong way. Whereas a meeting is 10 bazillion times better because you can, you can capture it in the moment. Okay, amazing. So we covered a lot of ground. Well, you're the man to talk to on architecture recruitment. I'm just going to do a shout out to me because I uh, actually work at Acra Lowry. And what I do outside of the hours I work at Acra Lowry is I do a lot of career coaching. I just had a new client today. Well, woo-hoo, I had five last month. It's amazing. But hopefully going to be doing more. And I'm going to have a little promotion code popping out soon for 10% off. So if you want to drop me a message for a reduction on it, I'll give you 10%. And the code will be coming out celebrating the first camp. Uh, the first few clients but what do i do so i do career coaching which could be anything from cvs portfolios all the stuff online is always for free okay we'll always do these videos for free but if you want dedicated one-on-one with me you can book in an hour you can book in two hours or three hours whatever you want and i will sit down and i will thrash out your current situation i will work out with you the best way to go and you will get a tailored experience you have my time. So check that out in the link below. And if you, again, if you want to speak to Will, you can find Will at McDonald Company and best to message him online. So Madge, absolute pleasure. Hope that's helpful. Will, do you have anything else you'd like to add before we go? I think we've covered it very well, if I can say so myself. Ah. Oh! Bravo. It's kind of fun doing the role playing a bit, but uh, also equally terrifying, wasn't equally it? Terrifying. Which is like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can go either way. Thank you so much, everyone. I'm going to end the live stream. Feel free to contact Will on LinkedIn and drop me a message. And do check out the career coaching before I get too busy if I don't say so myself, as Will just said so himself. Have a good week, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Hey, bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. Bye-bye. Still bye-byeing. Still bye-byeing. We're still getting there. <laughs> Hello. Goodbye. The stream never-ending. <laughs> the show must go on. <laughs> Apparently. i got to find out if the stream's gone. I don't know. Having trouble connecting. <laughs> Your internet, you still <laughs> your, your internet is so is so bad and good that it can so hold a screen but fail to um, cancel it. Well, we might be alive. Well, I'm gonna just end the broadcast again. <laughs> <laughs>